0: Hey guys, it's Dusty from Lead Balloon, and this month on the show, we talked to Molly McPherson about her near-death experience working in public affairs for FEMA in the aftermath of Hurricane Ike, which, if you haven't caught that one yet, uh, wow. I try not to play favorites with my podcast episodes, but this one certainly hit me like a ton of bricks, so would recommend, go back and check that one out, but Molly was so fascinating and had so much to say that we couldn't use it all on the show. And one of the topics that she and I covered is a real sweet spot for her as a consultant. I thought it was interesting enough to warrant its own bonus episode. So here is a little more of my conversation with Boston-based consultant Molly McPherson and you found this niche at the intersection of reputation management and social media and so one buzzword that's really become very prominent at that intersection is this notion of cancel culture right? This idea that social media is a venue for the dirty laundry of people and organizations to be aired and that it can have real consequences if it's not handled properly when that happens now this term means a lot of different things to a lot of different people there are those who are trying to make it part of a culture war or a political football, there are those who blame it for their problems. There are those who are gleefully weaponizing it to grind whatever axe it is they have to grind. And it's certainly something that's in your wheelhouse as a reputation manager. But I've got to say, for starters, from where I'm sitting, I don't think that it's all bad for people in organizations who do bad things to face consequences for those actions, right?
1: Oh, without a doubt. And that's a very good description of the cancel culture, Dusty, how you are identifying how people use it and how they view it and the lens that they look at the cancel culture. I find the term to be very descriptive and very powerful and useful for the people who want to dismiss it. That's usually where the risk increases. When people associate it with a woke mob mentality, it's a bunch of nameless, faceless people on the internet who are just out to get us. Those nameless people on the internet, those are stakeholders. And I find that group to be incredibly powerful. And they're not doing this out of an act of vengeance or out of act of boredom. They're doing it because they want people to be held accountable. And that's where we are At this intersection, I think, when it comes to reputation management, it's all about accountability and response. The people who take accountability are the ones who can effectively respond to any crisis and I believe can come out even stronger. It's the people who identify that the cancel culture is not even worthy of their concern Those are the people who are at the highest risk for dealing with a significant damaged reputation.
0: Now, obviously you work with clients and talk them through these issues and probably spend a good amount of time laying out the finer points of this. But if we can just boil it down to its essence here, it seems like the best counsel as it pertains to cancel culture is don't be a jerk. And if you have been a jerk in the past, own up to it, and make it right.
1: Yeah, if we look more in the leadership realm or the celebrity realm, one person's jerk could be a sexual harasser. You know, we have people with just of questionable character. Who are called out for character flaws. That's along the lines of a Kevin Spacey or a Harvey Weinstein, a Bill Cosby. They deserve to be, quote unquote, canceled because of behaviors, that egregious behavior. But if we look at it through the lens of just corporate America or agencies, you know, whatever it is, it's really speaking to a culture. And how transparent are you as a culture? How are you leading? What is the ethic of leadership? What is the ethic of your culture? the people, the leadership, the culture that is more transparent are the ones that can usually be more accountable for what they're doing. So it's when there is an injustice, that's another trigger for people to quote unquote cancel people. So if there is accountability, if people understand that accountability does not weaken you, it actually strengthens you, those are the people that will be resistant to any type of cancellation.
0: Now, when you're dealing with a client and they come to you for consulting on this topic, are they open to that kind of counsel or are they usually more at the stage of, we have a problem, we need a magic wand to make this problem go away short of actually having to institute any changes? And how welcome is your sort of cut and dry counsel on this matter?
1: That's a very good question, Dusty. It comes down to timing. If someone is calling me, for example, I was telling you, I just got a call today. A panicked call about a crisis in the making that would have had massive cancellation problems, if you will. (laughs) You know, jobs (laughs) lost, reputations tarnished, a huge cost to the reputation there. That person is going to be more open minded to my counsel because they're in a mode of save me, what needs to be done. If I'm in a position where I am giving a workshop, And I'm giving more of an example or a case study. And it's my job to persuade people about it. Those are the people that are going to be more reluctant about the idea. So it's when they come to me if they come to me in desperation they're all in and they understand it and when i'm talking to them about accountability acceptance apology whatever it is they're on board with it but if i have to explain it to people in case this happens like well who's gonna say this and well you know they're the ones there's gonna be a little more resistance there oh but they come around though trust me they eventually come around
0: (laughs) i can only imagine Thanks again to Molly McPherson for sharing such a compelling story with us. Thanks to Larry Kilgore III for helping with the dialogue edit on this piece. And follow PodCamp Media on social if you want to catch some of the video of the talk that we had with Molly. I'm Dusty Weiss, and we'll talk to you next month on the next edition of Light Balloon.